Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That WNBA star being held in Russia. Brittany Griner sent a letter to Joe Biden over the weekend asking for help. uh, Saying, among other things, you're the first president I ever voted for. Please help get me out of here. She's worried she's going to die in Russia, which I doubt she's there forever, but that's not completely off the table. Uh, Yeah, at at best, she's going to have a miserable few months, years. Al Sharpton is pressing for a visit to go over to see Brittany Griner in Russia, which at least would draw a lot of attention to the whole thing, Um, you know. Wow, I, I'm sorry. This is almost like uh, you know when you're watching one of those superhero movies and and the two bad guys are squaring off against each other and you're not sure who to root for. Uh, how is Vladimir Putin going to handle a demand by Al Sharpton that he see an imprisoned WNBA player? And what did she? She had drugs in her bag or something? Is that what she got allegedly? Grabbed for? Yeah, allegedly. Oil. Right. Good point. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, and she's been there for quite a while now. And her wife, uh, who had talked to Brittany Grimes on the phone over the weekend, said that she is very scared. Brittany Grimes is very scared. Um, I would be, too, if I was in a Russian prison. Yeah, I don't know if it's instinct or if uh, Ms. Grimes is aware of the history of various Russian dissidents and people that uh, Putin decides to make an example of. But, yeah, it can go really, really badly for you. Uh, 
different story, different country. China is rejecting a warning from the chief of NASA who said over the weekend that China is trying to take over the moon as part of a military program. Uh, saying well, somebody that, crashed some rockets into the moon the other day. Right. Uh, but the, the, the head of NASA said China is trying to take over the moon. Now, come on, China! China says it's not, but, of course, they lie about everything You're all lying the time. liars. Don't trust China! That's right. What would taking over the moon give you some sort of satellite advantage or whatever? Great views. Oh, yeah, the real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Tr- no, terrific Earth views from this location. I could believe anything of China. If they absolutely could think, all right, let's start colonizing the moon like we're building these little islands in the South China Sea. We'll militarize it. We'll mount some sort of weapon there. And, yeah, we'll rule forever in our brilliant communist utopia. L.A. Times has a story today that is clearly true and has been for a long time. Headline, coronavirus in California is becoming easier to get, much harder to avoid. Here's why. A plethora of high-profile people who have recently tested positive, including Vice President Kamala Harris, Governor Gavin Newsom, and even Dr. Anthony Fauci, have fueled the notion that catching the coronavirus is not a matter of if, but when. Well, thank you for that timely information, L.A. Times. You've noticed. I believe we've been saying that for quite some time. You're going to catch the darn thing maybe several times. Really, no matter what you do. That reminds me, i got to check in with my dad. I haven't uh, communicated with him yet today. He's got the vid and was feeling pretty bad. Coughing a lot, extreme fatigue. You know, he's 81 now. He's he's had uh, the triple jab, and so, you know, he probably won't get severe illness, but I'm still worried about him. I was talking with a mom at the park over the weekend as my, our kids were playing, and she had gotten, her and her husband got COVID on a business trip in Orlando, and because of company policy and a variety of things, she was in her had to stay an extra 10 days in her Orlando hotel room, not allowed to leave wow. the room, had to stay in the room for 10 days, which, you know, depending on where you are in your life might be fantastic. But uh, she wasn't well, she'd, it. she'd have like a million dollar room service bill, wouldn't she? Considering a hamburger is usually twenty three dollars. Well, I didn't even ask that. Did somebody take care of the, you know, the food and the the hotel room and all that sort of stuff? Or are you on the hook for that? Yeah, they wouldn't let her fly home, obviously, and mm-hmm. you got to be somewhere. But so COVID's still a thing. Yeah, absolutely. I saw the uh, daily deaths is up again. Although again, that's hard to interpret because if somebody dies with COVID, they'll probably be counted. Um, and and this, you know, the latest variant of the variant of the variant is so incredibly contagious. Everybody's got it or will have it. And a sports note, not hot dog eating. I saw that you tweeted that Joey Chestnut is the greatest human who ever lived. That is quite a statement. That uh, there, I may have had a cocktail or two prior to that. Uh, Joey Chestnut, tweet. who can eat more hot dogs faster than anybody, is the greatest human who ever lived, according to Joe Getty. But I was going to talk about the sport of baseball, which I'm not following yet. Uh, I usually don't jump in until, like, playoff time. The New York Yankees, who you either like or hate, are on track to be the winningest team in the history of Major League Baseball. They are having a just crazy year so far. And uh, just putting that on your radar in case you weren't paying attention. 
Wow, I haven't. To root for them or hate them. The greatest human who ever lived. Did I tweet that or did you? I didn't tweet that. I'm certain you did. I did Hanson, did you, you tweet it? Maybe Hanson tweeted it. Yeah, sounds like me. I don't know. <laughs> I think I, I just felt desperate to lighten the mood. You don't know if you tweeted it or not. Okay. I, pro- I think I did, come to think of it. I don't know. I've had a lot on my mind. Do you know about, I was at the grocery store the other day, and somebody mentioned this to me. Do you know about kombucha as a drink? Yeah, actually, yeah. We have family visiting, and, and one of the family members uh, went to the store to get some. It's very popular right now. I did never even heard of it. But did you know it has alcohol in it? No. Do, uh, always? Uh, it says on the label that it does. I picked up a couple of them because I'd heard about, uh, I know of, a couple of alcoholics who have ended up drinking again. Not knowing kombucha has alcohol in it. Hmm. Is it? It's where do you not find it in the, in the booze. Store? That's why I bring this up. It's not in the booze section. Oh. It's my. over in the refreshing drinks section, which is grown in a way that seems weird. There are now like 8,000 choices for refreshing drinks at your nicer mm-hmm. grocery stores. I mean, and similarly, like 5,000 choices of how to get drunk. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the beer section used to be, do you want Coors Light or Bud Light? You, you, you go to the grocery store, it's like, now it's like 500 different kinds of beer and uh, a thousand different kinds of sparkling waters or sodas or whatever. But the Hard ciders, et cetera, yeah. It says on there, like, naturally occurring alcohol. Uh, I guess because it's naturally occurring, it doesn't go in the booze section. It's right next to the sparkling water. If somebody had said, have you tried kombucha? I'd have said no, and I would have tried it, not knowing there was alcohol in it. And like I said, I know of a couple of alcoholics who ended up drinking again because of kombucha. So I'm just throwing it out there. Wow. It's in the normal sparkling drinking section of your grocery store. On the other hand, maybe you are a degenerate alcoholic and want to be able to drink openly at the meetings or during the work day. There well, you go. At work. No, it's just like, it's like Perrier. What are you against Perrier? I'm drinking that. Of course, go. if you're a drunk, it probably doesn't have enough alcohol in it to, to get you going. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. I haven't had any. I don't plan to. No. So, uh, great piece uh, on all of all places run on CNN entitled Roe v. Wade was very bad for America. The court gives us a chance to reset. Um, I, it was a little frustrating over the weekend. A couple of I ran into a couple of people who touted the or repeated the commonly expressed view that the court took away a woman's right to choose. It's just this angry, cruel, conservative court. Nobody understands what this uh, decision meant. What it actually did and where it leaves us. Are you going to tell us? I think I will, yes. Is that coming up next? I'm going to knock down a couple of kombuchas and see if I can work up the uh, <laughs> the courage. <laughs> Maybe even impregnate somebody in between. All hopped up that, on kombucha. That's like a, 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 a immaculate conception thing, if that happens. <laughs> I'm afraid I've been snipped. Uh, if you know anything about the kombucha or anything else, you can always text us 415-295-KFTC. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You have an answer on the kombucha? Yeah, it's about half a percent. At least the the kind that we have in our house is half a percent alcohol. So one proof. Um, but, you know, if you're an alcoholic, you know more about this than I do. I guess that's enough to get you, you know, well, back I, on drinking. I personally know somebody whose life has been blown up by uh, drinking again after many, many years of sobriety. 
starting with kombucha, which they had no idea had alcohol in it. Oh, man. Yeah, and it's not in, it's not in the drinking section. And it says probiotics on it, so I could have easily thought, you know, okay, probiotics sounds good for my stomach. I'll give it a whirl. Yeah, it's half a percent alcohol, so I guess, you know, the weakest beers are a multiple of that, but just, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. Two and a half percent or whatever it is. The, the, the Coors Light that they sold in the Midwest where I lived was only like two percent, so. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. So uh, I wanted to read part of this for you. Carter Sneed is a professor of law. He's director of the Center for Ethics and Culture at the University of Notre Dame, author of books, blah, blah, blah. He's a pretty well thought of guy. Um, and his his headline is, Roe was very bad for America. The court gives us a chance to reset. And I ran into a couple of people over the weekend who went with the standard, the crazy, angry conservative justices stole away a woman's right uh, to abortion because they want to oppress women. And it, it frustrates me because, A, that's just a, a distortion of what happened. And, B, what actually happened is really interesting. And and has plenty for people on both sides of the question. But it's there are too many subtleties for, like, most of the media and all politicians. I'm glad y'all are here. I hope you like this sort of thing. Obviously, you kind of like knowing what's actually happening as opposed to just screeching slogans back and forth. But here's what he wrote. And I'll just I'll briefly summarize some of this because I want to get to the end. But... Uh, he mentions after nearly 50 years, the Supreme Court overturned Roe, returning the American people once again the authority to govern ourselves on the vexed matter of abortion through the deliberative processes of the political branches of government. Uh, as is the case, he points out, in the majority of nations around the world. It's a question for the legislatures, not the courts. Uh, by my lights, Roe has been very bad for America, and by virtue of its precedent, the Supreme Court imposed on the nation an extreme one-size-fits-all regulatory regime for abortion of its own invention, which is true. They made up the three trimesters thingy um, without any justification in the text, history, or tradition of the Constitution. Now, even if you're not a textualist or whatever you think, it's a living Constitution. It needs to change with the times. Um, bear with it for a minute. Um, the reasoning in both Roe and Casey, the follow-up case, which you may be familiar with, is uh, famously weak. And even the most sophisticated proponents of abortion rights have put forward their own justification rooted in the 13th Amendment's ban on involuntary servitude or the 14th Amendment's guarantee of equal protection rather than mining the latter amendment's due process clause, which is what Roe rested on. So there are all sorts of different arguments for why women should have uh, the right to an abortion, the one the court went with in Roe is considered by many people the weakest. In my view, the court's jurisprudence has, from the beginning, been a conclusion in search of a justification, a tortured narrative of constantly shifting arguments, standards, and rules. So, again, he even mentions, like, Lawrence Tribe, the way left lawyer said, yeah, Roe was pretty weak legal arguing. Um, not only did uh, it corrupt law, it badly damaged our politics. It channeled all of the political energy of the abortion debate into proxy battles for control of the Supreme Court that played out in a toxic fashion in presidential senatorial campaigns, reaching a shameful apex in judicial confirmation hearings, which have become a no-holds-barred blood sport where politicians don't merely argue. They seek to destroy the nominee as a person. Sound familiar? Mm. This is transformed into something entirely darker, with justices and their families facing harassment and other threats of violence, including murder. 
Uh, skipping ahead now, and this is the part I really wanted to get to because it's something I haven't really heard much. Apart from all this, um, Roe and his progeny have wounded the nation in a way that is even more relevant now. Roe eliminated the need for us to talk to one another in the political sphere in a way that has real and concrete meaning for the laws and policies that bind us. The Supreme Court took the issue of abortion out of the political, legislative, and executive spheres, uh, mostly. It declared one side, the abortion rights side, the victor of the most hotly contested public question in the modern era and told the other side to go home. And it did so under a notoriously weak interpretive analysis that even liberals like American legal scholar Lawrence Tribe once recognized as unpersuasive. So for nearly 50 years, those on the opposite sides of the issue haven't really had to learn to talk to one another in a serious way about how to find a path forward for the law and policy of abortion. We simply did what the Supreme Court told us insofar as we could tell what it was. There was no need for those who disagreed to discuss the issue since we weren't allowed to govern ourselves. But that all has to change now. We need to relearn to talk about abortion as a precondition of self-governance, which reminds me of the discussion we were having last hour about, you know, the extremes and the exhausted majority. Um, And then, again, in that spirit, if you missed last hour, grab it uh, via podcast later, Armstrong and Getty On Demand, Hour 3. But how do we start? Much could be said, but I will limit myself to the perhaps obvious but important observation that we will not get anywhere unless we are honest and charitable with one another. We need to be candid with one another and with ourselves about what we believe and why it matters and what we intend to do and how we mean to do it. But more importantly, we must be charitable. In particular, we owe our fellow citizens with whom we disagree the respect of listening and trying our level best to understand their arguments, the goods they hold most dear, the harms they most fear, and try to internalize their perspective. When we characterize their arguments, we must do so accurately and in their strongest form, such that our uh, the other side would recognize their own tone and substance in our rendition. And we must genuinely embrace the notion that both sides have something vital to defend. Concretely, those who call themselves pro-life must understand that those who describe themselves as pro-choice are desperate to defend women's bodily autonomy and secure their equal position in the economic and social life of our nation. And conversely, the latter advocates must acknowledge that the former are committed to the intrinsic equal dignity of every human being, born and unborn. Once that's out of the way, we can begin to the hard work of trying to find common ground so that we can, together, care rightly for women, for children born and unborn, and families, both before and after they are born. That's pretty good. I thought that's fantastic. Yeah, that is really good. We have to learn how to talk to each other again. Good luck with that. Could it be the most divisive of issues is the one that's going to force that? Or does it all go kerblooey, and like Lincoln said, we become the author and finisher of our own demise? Well, fantastic. One or the other. Place your butts now. So we've got a new Joe Biden clip where he stumbles that we kind of like. Uh, so if you haven't... He stumbles? Where he stumbles? It's like, what? I undersold it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's monumental. It's the Mount Everest of gobbledygook. <laughs> so that's on the way. Stay tuned for that. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. The Armstrong and Getty Show. People that bad at True and international over depression. Ah, the classics. So those are classics, and we've played them a lot on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We have a new one that is coming out of a 4th of July speech from Joe Biden. Here's how it goes. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to foot him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me. <laughs> That's a single word. What was, was that it? with four H's or three? What was he trying to say? Can I hear just? What? Can I hear just the, the Biden? Go ahead. I was going to put him. Uh, foot, foot, excuse me. 
American can be summed up in a single word. Again? I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot excuse me. Foothills of the Himalayas is, is one guess. Oh, we're actually guessing. Okay, play it one more time. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot American me. can be summed up in one word. Foothills of the Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Give it to me one more time. Mike. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me. I was in, I, I don't have a clue. No, I don't actually either. <laughs> I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me. Sounds just like it. I I can't I, I there's definitely an I was in the right I was in the foot him uh, foot, foot I was in the foothills of the Himalayas is that actually true Hanson is that actually what a Sherpa said to me Okay America so that, can be well, summarized in one word okay, liberty Okay 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 I thought that was a joke so that's what he actually said I was in the foothills of the Himalayas Excuse but, me, the foothills but then, of the Himalayas But then what does Xi Jinping, he Okay traveling with him that's who traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. Well, wait a second. Now I'm confused again. Uh, <laughs> what? Even what? when he makes sense, he's, he's the king of the old man digression. What the hell was that? <laughs> so, okay, so this is the actual clip. I want to hear this. Go ahead. Excuse okay. me. The foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping traveling with him. I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. No, no, what is that? Who says that? I once lifted 300 pounds over my head. I don't know that for a fact. <laughs> I mean, what? what? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Does he ever get to a point? I make $85,000 a year. I don't know that for a fact. What, I mean, who, who makes a statement about something and then says, yeah, I don't actually I, know that? Or did he slur? He said, uh, they said uh, I traveled. They said I. Did he say they said? Go ahead. Excuse me. The foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping traveling with him. I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. I desrum traveled 17,000 miles. I don't know. I I'm can't a, tell. I'm a little saying. over six feet tall. I don't know that for a fact. <laughs> Does what? he ever get to the what the freaking word is? <laughs> What's the one word? Do we have the refs to that or what? <laughs> Maybe the one word is bad. I had a calf care. <laughs> well, we'll continue to try to figure this out. All right. We will not rest until you will know what the one word is that describes America. Well, have you ever had a meeting postponed? Here's one that was postponed in Oregon, which is absolutely the, the world capital of woke nonsense. I mean, try as, as San Francisco might or Seattle or, or L.A. or whatever. No, the, the Portlandia and, and Oregon are the absolute dip essiest woke places on Earth. And actually, I, <laughs> I'm about to see uh, some beloved family members from that various part of the, that very part of the world. But anyway, Oregon health officials delayed a meeting because urgency is a white supremacy value. That's a quote. The Oregon Health Authority is the big government agency that like dealt with uh, the vaccination drive and information about COVID and whatever else. The agency's Office for Equity and Inclusion, however, prefers not to rush the business of government. In fact, the this is from Reason.com. The office's program manager delayed a meeting with partner organizations on the stated grounds that, and this was in the email, urgency is a white supremacy value. In the email obtained by Reason, Regional Health Equity Coalition Program Manager, who that's six words. Who needs a six-word title? 
Regional Health Equity Coalition Program Manager Danielle Droppers informed the community that a scheduled conversation between OHA officials and a bunch of other organizations representing the public would not take place as planned. Quote, Thank you for your interest in attending the community conversation between the regional health equity coalitions and community advisory councils to discuss the community investment collaboratives, road droppers. God, these people have all swallowed a dictionary. Quote, we recognize that urgency is a white supremacy value that can get in the way of more intentional and thoughtful work, and we want to attend to this dynamic. Therefore, we will reach out at a later date to reschedule. That is a heck of a thing to say. So is that diversity, inclusion, and equity language for some people said they weren't ready for the meeting yet? We recognize that urgency is a white supremacy value that can get in the way of more intentional and thoughtful work, and we want to attend to this dynamic. Well, you don't want to leave the dynamic unattended to. I mean, because then what do you have? Unattended dynamic, I guess. (laughs) Therefore, we'll reach out at a later date to reschedule. Uh, Ms. Droppers, she of the six-word title, did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The email was sent from her state government email address and drew sharp rebukes from many who received it. One of the community members in the alphabet soup of organizations that was supposed to meet with the OHA replied that, As a person of color, I'm calling BS on this. Another recipient, a health equity manager at a medical group, said she was thrown by the claim. Please educate me on what the state means by urgency is a white supremacy value, she wrote. Also, I'd like to know how this gets in the way of all those alphabets work. I've struggled all morning how to communicate the reason for the postponement to our community action council. Droppers did not follow up on her initial email, but a county health official responded. I, too, was taken by surprise on the statement, decided to investigate it further. Uh, for further comprehension, and wanted to share a link that I found. Uh, The link redirects to a website that identifies aspects of white supremacy. It was conceived and designed by Tima Okun, a white anti-racist educator, whose ideas are very much like the infamous Judith Katz, a so-called anti-racism expert, who says that among white supremacist values are things like preferring quantity over quality, Wanting things to be written down. Whoa, so like if I have a doctor's appointment Tuesday at 4 and I write that down, that makes me a white supremacist? I don't want to forget. Uh, Perfectionism is white supremacy. Becoming defensive. And yes, possessing a sense of urgency. And all of this stuff is included in your diversity, equity, inclusion training uh, materials so you don't become a white supremacist. Uh, duh, duh, duh. It also appears to be slowing down the operations of taxpayer-funded agencies in Oregon. The community's frustration is understandable. Government employees who are unprepared for meetings should not cite white supremacy as their excuse. Boy, that's some pretty good analysis by reason. Somebody wasn't ready for the meeting, so said, uh, urgency is uh, a symptom of white supremacy. I wish I'd have thought of that. And so I'll have the report next week. Wish I, I don't it. want to be a white supremacist. That would have helped me out of a lot of jams with term papers. Everybody turn in your paper. Do today. Uh, excuse me. Pardon me. Urgency is an aspect of white supremacy. Uh, what? They would have said for the entire history of the republic until about two years ago. 
Well, I just hilarious. had I just had an emotional reaction to you saying that. I don't know what grade, I don't know what teacher, but I can kind of <laughs> picture the room, a flashback of it's time to turn something in and everybody getting their papers out of their folders or whatever and me not remembering today was the day. Oh, God, that's the worst feeling in the world. Oh, I know. I know. I took one class in college that I think, boy, Gladys really getting a workout today. Uh, evidently, I was trying to, let me get this phrase right, folks. Sorry. Um, I was trying to attend to the dynamic that urgency is is uh, symptom white supremacy. Um, and so I didn't show up for the first day of this class. It was actually confusion about scheduling. Um, and on that first day, the teacher explained a project that was going to oh. be due like six weeks hence. And it never came back up again in class. I had the same thing happen to me once. And uh, on the day that she announced, okay, everybody uh, turn in your uh, Zabafluitz uh, paper with the uh, the uh, Jim uh, Blitz uh, graph. And I'm like, the what now and the what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it wasn't one of those, oh, my God, that's due today. It was a, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> At least I wasn't stressed that I wasn't getting it done. I was blissfully unaware it even existed. I took chem lab and made it through clear to the end of chemistry class, doing very well, by the way. Always wondering, I wonder when we're getting to the lab portion of this. And I somehow had, like, missed, I I never missed class in college, but I'd missed a class where they talked about the lab and assigning your lab partners and when you meet and all that sort of stuff, and it never came up again in class. So everybody was going to the lab several times a week the whole semester, and I wasn't. Wow. And I didn't find out till the end of the semester that I was completely missing out on, like, the point of the class. Wow. And uh, I ended up going and um, making it all up by myself in one very long day in the lab alone. But, oh, that was a bad feeling when I realized that. I actually called the professor at home and talked to him. Wow. Dr. Max Pickerel, brilliant guy, was involved in the uh, Manhattan Project and making the nuclear bomb. Anyway. Wow. Um, really interesting dude. Anyway, he started laughing. He said, I'm sorry. It's tragic, but it's humorous also. It's just. <laughs> uh, it's tragic, but it's humorous. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a bad. That, that feeling, though, of, oh, my God, I am so unprepared. I'm completely, I'm lost. Oh, that's a bad feeling. Uh. And I'm going to have to admit it in front of other humans. Right. It doesn't get better in adulthood either. Uh, Can I see you after class? (laughs) Well, if only you had attended to the dynamic that urgency is a white supremacy value. I'm not going to urgently go to lab and be a white supremacist. (laughs) I'm going next week. Yeah, racist. (laughs) We will finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Michael wants us to guess the age of the world's oldest flight attendant, which sounds like this. I wanted to be a flight attendant from the time I got on the first airplane. I was 16 years old. The pilot and the flight attendant walked across the hall, and I thought that was for me. Even when I think I might retire or something, then I come to work and I think, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Now, when she says she's wanted to be a flight attendant, since she got on the first airplane. Did she mean with the Wright brothers? Yes. If so, I'm going to guess she's about 150. <laughs> um, uh, obviously, it's older than I would expect, or you wouldn't want us to guess, but I don't know. She's, she's uh, 47. What is, what is the answer? Uh, she's 86. Oh, wow. Dang, oh. near 90. Yeah. Wow. Sounds great. Sharp as a tack. Wow. Spry. Old gal. Good for her. So, another shooting. I mean, they're shootings all over the place, but another one of these kind of shootings that are disturbing America where you have an angry young man who wants to kill a bunch of people. And he climbed up on a roof and shot a bunch of people at a parade in a town north of Chicago. Well, uh, 
Police just chief just came out and gave some details on it that I found kind of interesting. We're not into wallowing in uh, these miserable situations, but uh, it appears to be completely random. No information to suggest it was racially motivated, religion, anything like that. You know, and so to my mind, it's just another angry at the world, unhappy with life. I want to leave a mark. And the media doing and mixed in a little. I want to be famous. Yeah, and the media doing a good job of making it clear to young angry men out there that you will become famous. You will become famous. So if you're feeling like you want to leave a mark and become famous, we'll help you out because we'll put your picture out there and all your grievances and your rap video and really anything else you want the world to know. Just kill enough people and we'll put you on the TV. Thanks, media, right. for doing that. But anyway, back you got to give us lots of bodies to close the deal, though. Back to the police chief. He the 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 uh, young scumbag bought, bought the rifle. Used in the attack in Illinois, purchased legally. Also bought a second rifle that was found in his mother's car, which he was driving when he was taken into custody. Um, uh, they don't believe he was known to law enforcement ahead of time. Oftentimes they are, but in this case they don't think he was. He brought a high-powered rifle to downtown Highland Park, climbed a fire escape ladder to the roof of a business, Fired 70 rounds into the crowd. He was hoping to be like the guy in Vegas. That's what he was hoping to do, and he just wasn't as good at it, thank God. God. Um, He was dressed in women's clothing, which is what allowed him to blend into the crowd and escape in the ensuing chaos. Got in his mom's car and drove off. Luckily, you probably heard this part. Somebody spotted the car and pulled him over, and he uh, willingly was arrested. He'd been planning the attack for several weeks, they believe, by looking at his internet and everything. It's an angry young man with no reason to live. There are a lot of those around the country right now. I don't know what changed, if it's the lack of religion or social media or what. Yeah, and that whole desire to be famous as a scary anti-hero thing that's so steeped into our culture at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all for good ambivalent drama where the guy you end up rooting for is not a really good guy and you wrestle with why I'm rooting for him and blah, blah, blah. But, man, you take confused young people with a desperation to be heard because that's the number one lust nowadays. It's not wealth. It's fame. Right. And, and, and the availability of firearms. And, yeah, I know they've always been available. Save your emails. Um, but you put that together in a stew and, and you got what we've got now, which is really sick. Final thoughts with A-N-G. Yeah. Here's, here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There he is, pressing the buttons, our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? Yeah, I saw a fireworks show, a professional fireworks show over the weekend, and it was one of the worst ones I've ever seen. I don't know if they had to cut back on costs, but like one item would go up in the air, blow up, then there would be a pause, then one would go up, pause. I mean, I'm thinking I could have done something better. <laughs> Wow, that's too bad. Uh, I actually had the opposite experience. I went to a fabulous show, but young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, final thought? Joey Chestnut is one of the greatest competitive minds we have ever seen, and so is Usain Bolt. We've compared the two of them. I want to see him in a contest. I want both of them to run the 100-meter dash, but both of them have to eat a hot dog before they do. I might take Chestnut over Usain Bolt. Eating hot dogs as fast as you can while you run 100 meters. That'd be a good competition. 
or some sort of comparison of the ratio or the percentage. Can Joey Chestnut run a race a higher percentage of as fast as Usain Bolt can eat as number of hot dogs, if you hear what I'm driving at? Jack, final thought? So we talked a lot about the state of the country and the world and that sort of thing on this on this 5th of July. Maybe I'll get into this more tomorrow, an interview with 99-year-old Henry Kissinger, who's one of the great geopolitical thinkers, who says, among other things, the world needs better leaders. We just don't have very good leaders on the world stage. Wow. That's pretty simplistic, but might be the problem. Interesting. Well, I wouldn't say we've got great ones. No. My final thought is I've already commented somewhat coherently on everybody else's final thoughts, so maybe I'll let that be my final thought. Gosh, I'm hungry. That's a bad final <laughs> That's thought. That's your but final I am. thought. Joe's hungry. Oh, Armstrong hungry. and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people thank so little time. I just got used to eating all day long when we were off. Uh, go to armstrongandgetty.com. we got a lot of great hot links for you. All the articles and the stuff we talked about that's so eloquent, you can find it there. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. They're way better at words. Bad words. Oh, my word. Words. Let me say, let me say one thing. I am the shining ark of humanity. Yield to my dominion. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gonna. Okay. So let's go out with a bang. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was gonna put him. Uh, foot. Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.